So I, I'm just going to be completely blunt. Uh, what comes from Peruvian media and what I know from colleagues is that Pedro Gales is going to be staying in Orlando City. He's working on his extension. Um, he really has no other offers. He wants to stay in Orlando. He just renewed his vows uh, he, with his wife, um, you know, with Claudia, which we want to say hello and congratulate El Pulpo over his renewal of his vows. And, uh, you know, he, and I'm going to read a verbatim. Um, it says, uh, my thing with Orlando City is very advanced, my new contract. Uh, we have not cl uh, closed in yet, but we are still analyzing some things. But I am 100% sure I'm probably going to stay there. I want to be, I want to, I want to relax a little bit. I want to enjoy my vacations with my wife. And uh, I know in the next few days, uh, there'll be uh, uh, something regarding the club. Uh, Galesa said uh, to Peruvian media uh, a couple of, um, 48 hours ago, I, I want to say. So Galesa is definitely going to stay. Uh, he's keen. I think we've said it here in the show many times. What are your thoughts, Dave? I think this is fantastic news. What's up, my friends? How you doing? It's Monday, December 26, 8.36 p.m. It's Loud and Proud Orlando. Thank you so much for your support. We are live right now, about 14, 15 people live. Uh, drop us a like, subscribe to the channel. If you are uh, listening to us through Spotify or Apple Podcasts, thank you so much for the support. It's very cold. I'm actually wearing like a vest and a jacket in my office. It's pretty crazy how it's so cold in Orlando, but hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So thank you so much for all your support. A lot of news, a lot of bold moves, I think, uh, Orlando City has made, not only in the draft uh, and the direction of the club, but also in signings, right? Martin Ojeda, the renewal of Pedro Galese, the renewal or not the renewal of Pedro Galese? Hmm, we don't know, right? We'll see, right? Uh, we'll talk about that and more. Thank you so much. Drop us a comment. Drop us a like. We'll, we'll read it live. If you want to be able to drop a comment, doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. You have to subscribe to the channel. So drop us a subscribe button. Thank you so much. Uh, we have Dave um, Dave, and Paola as well. But before we do, again, I want to encourage you guys to be uh, joining our community. We have our Discord server. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, linked on the chat box right here on YouTube. Uh, you just have to click on the link and join us so you can chat with us live. We can talk about Orlando City 24-7. So, Uh, it would be an easier way to reach us. Um, also, uh, check us out on our social media accounts. We're live right now on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Um, double click on the notification bell for all notifications so you know every time that we are live. So thank you so much. And also, we are um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, also, after this is live, it's uploaded right there. So thank you so much for the support. Uh, quite an eventful couple days. I'm going to go ahead and read some comments, and then we'll go with Dave. Victor Rivera, let's go. What's up, peeps? David, I love the new look. Itramic, yeah. And now the one uh, being traded. Wow. It says, uh, what happened to the talk about the people wanting Oscar out? I personally would love to have him stay. I haven't heard anything about the topic since the end of last season. I think because maybe we won a cup, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Brett Carl, it has been a great uh, week for Orlando City. A lot of great moves. Uh, here we go. This is Joshua Tall uh, and Banjo. Thank you so much for joining the Discord server as well. Uh, Dave, how are you, my friend? Uh, good afternoon. 
uh, well, afternoon, evening at this point, my friend. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, no, no. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Luis, and uh, super excited. Um, I actually told the guys after the draft that we had that we had to have we had to uh, had a show, um, and uh, here we are. So I hope everybody had uh, a great uh, great holiday. Uh, it's cold, like Luis said. I'm wearing my East Terrace uh, sweater here. Look at that, Steven Edgeboro. This is actually handmade. Uh, it's it's actually scarves. So. I just want to thank my friends uh, in England. Uh, they always send me stuff like this. So, um, with that said, uh, we have we have a show for you guys. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, with further ado, without further ado, uh, pass the microphone to Paola. Hi guys, happy Monday. I had to thought about that. I don't. I didn't know it was Monday today. But happy holidays. Hope that everybody had a Merry Christmas yesterday with all of your loved ones. I'm super excited of this episode. What a plot twist of a week we just um, witnessed with the Orlando City, and we can talk about it in this episode. So happy to be here with you all. All right. Um, let, um, let's read another a couple of comments. Says Brian Guerrero, there is info about a few clubs trying to sign Luis Iberico. Could we? Um, yeah, there is buzz regarding Luis Iberico. I think he's an exciting winger. Um, we are, I think, I don't know if we're capped with wingers, but hey, it wouldn't hurt. And not only that, he could play as a striker position. So he could play the nine and he could play the left wing. So, so I mean, it will be quite a boost from having just Benji right on the left. So, uh, we'll see what happens. But I know that he has a couple of offers. Uh, it's it's on the brewing, uh, on the brewing sticks. What it's saying, right? So, uh, Rafael Sanchez, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays to everyone that's listening to us as well. Uh, hopefully, you guys are spending a lot of good time with family. Thank you so much for your support. So, let's go and, and dive in. Uh, first and foremost. Um, you know, the draft, right? Uh, the draft was very eventful. Uh, I, I believe um, Orlando had a, a lot of good players. Um, and I think the one that truly, you know, it's, you know, we, we, we traded Ruan for this pick. And it was a straight trade. Uh, there was really nothing uh, left for Ruan to be in on a, on a city jersey. Uh, where we got um, Shakur Mohammed. On the number two overall pick, Duke Soccer. Um, definitely, this this kid right here. Uh, it's. Uh, it, I mean, the first impressions that I saw online is that you know he he has a, a great range when it comes to shooting from distance. He is very fast um, in recuperating the ball. Very fit. Kind of reminds you of an, uh, um, you know. Angolo Kante, but you know, obviously, Angolo Kante is, is, is a freaking beast. But this kid could play the 10, could play the six, could play the eight. It's, uh, it's a very talented individual, generation Adidas. Um, definitely uh, a, a great pick, right? I think somebody else was going to pick him up if Orlando wouldn't trade Ruan for, for that pick. He was definitely going to be their top two. Now, um, he could play for Ghana. I do want to say this. Uh, he could play for Ghana. He has all the – he wants to play for the United States, uh, but he could also play for Ghana. And you saw how Ghana did this last World Cup. They did actually pretty well, you know. Uh, and he could, I mean, if he definitely excels 
in in the MLS, he can definitely have a chance to play for for Ghana, you know, uh, and also for the United States. Let's hope that he picks the U.S. But uh, that's a little bit of uh, Shakur Mohammed. Uh, what are your thoughts, Dave? Tell us about the stats of of this gentleman right here. No, absolutely, Shakur Mohammed, uh, who was picked with the number two um, pick which belonged to D.C. United originally. And as we said, we traded the Brazilian Juan, the right back for this pick, which a lot of people were uh, angry, understandable, you know, your favorite player gets dealt uh, for nothing, really, for the pick itself. So Shakur Mohamed, 19 years old, originally from Kumasi, Ghana, 5'10", winger forward out of the University of Duke, uh, Duke uh, generation Adidas, like we said, Played uh, USL League Two with Manhattan Football Club in 2022. Uh, his uh, accomplishments, ACC Offensive Player of the Year, ACC Freshman of the Year 2021, NCAA All-American 2022. Um, a lot of people are really high on this kid. One of the things that we have said in the show and we have said in social media and probably you have said talking to your friends is we need goals. Orlando City have, has been very lacking highly in this department. And uh, this was a power move. If we traded uh, an asset like Ruan, is because we were really high on this kid and uh, we, we, we got him. And uh, now the, the future is in Shaq's hands. You know, uh, for sure. And I want to add, I want to give uh, kudos to Luis Musi and Ricardo Moreira. I mean, because I believe they did really well in this draft, uh, better than other years for sure. Um, and uh, Orlando City is going to have to use an international slot for the Ghanaian. He's, he's, he's from Ghana, so he's going to have to use the international slot. But I have a feeling that he's going to be able to even be able to play um, right behind the number nine, right behind Urgent Cara. So let's see if he can develop a partnership as he did in college with the nine uh, at that time from Duke. He can develop that with Urgent Cara. I think that's that'll be great on Urgent because he'll be able to score more goals, in my opinion. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Paola, when you first heard that we drafted uh, this kid from Duke and uh, that could play uh, multiple formations? Definitely what we're getting from this player is versatility, and this is what we needed because we have said it before, we're playing multiple tournaments next season, and we need a person and players that are that have versatility. He can play behind Kara. He can play in the, in the wings. He can play in the midfield. So it was smart, and I heard when um, they were interviewing him he already uh, talked to Orlando. Orlando approached him and saw a potential, and they knew that they wanted him because they trade, like David and Luis said, they trade Ruang for the pick. So high expectation from this player. He seems super humble, and I'm super excited to see him play with Orlando City. Sure. Let's read some comments. Banjo says, we need fullbacks, LOL. No, I mean, I think we need a... I mean, again, and we're going to talk about the depth because, I mean, uh, honestly, I mean, we have uh, Freeman. We have uh, also, um, you know. Holiday. Um, holiday. And I think it's holiday's time, you know. I mean, you truly want to make an impact. You truly want to be in the U.S. best national team. I mean, you're, a, you, you're already a professional soccer player. 
you have to truly like, you know, you're no longer a rookie here, right? You, you got to be part of something and show what show us what you got. And if you don't have it, that's where the front office needs to come in place and fix the situation right away, right? Because uh, there's still a lot of uh, players available, um, you know, in for, you know, to for Orlando City to attempt to acquire. So we'll talk about that in, in a little bit, but let's dive in into um, this this uh, striker that we got, um, Creighton, uh, Creighton's own Duncan McGuire, right? Um, is is Lisi's brother, uh, right? Uh, you know, Lisi McGuire, right? Uh, number six overall pick in the 2023 MLS Super Draft. I am going to say it right now. I'm going to be completely upfront. Zero faith. Jacqueline scored a lot of goals too. The only one that I've seen that has made an immediate impact because of his physique, because of what he did, was Daryl Dike. So I'm not sold yet on Duncan Maguire. I'm sold on Lissy, but I'm not sold on Duncan Maguire just yet. Um, you know, we'll see what he can do. He's number six. He scored pretty much uh, 24 games. Uh, he scored 23 goals in 24 games and three assists. So, but you have to understand, I mean, from what program too, right? I mean, you know, and, and against which teams he faced, right? So, I mean, I, I, would love, I would love to see him. I would love for Orlando to sign a more veteran presence up up top that will help Kara in leadership and, you know, and I will feel that Duncan, in my opinion, should maybe start an OCB. That, that's just my opinion. Because after last season's OCB, uh, OCB needs help too. So I think OCB needs to be boosted, and I think he could definitely be that player. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts there, um, Dave? I agree. Uh, nothing against this young man, uh, 20 years old, six foot, six foot one inch from Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, like you said, Louis Creighton University, uh, played USL League 2 with Lane United uh, FC last year. Uh, Two-year starter, 37 appearances, 13 goals, six, uh, nine appearances, uh, honors. All Big East, 23 goals in 24 games in one season. Um, that's uh, That sounds fantastic. Huge. But like you said, we had big names coming out of the college game that did not pan out uh, in uh, Orlando City. And to conclude, uh, like I said last week, uh, if you go to USL Championship and USL League One, you see – dozens of our former picks that are in those leagues because they, they couldn't cut mustard in MLS. So uh, like you said, uh, OCB needs help. Uh, we don't, we don't know. I mean, Daryl DK, uh, Kyle Aaron all came here with high, uh, not expectations, but yeah, but they play, I think they play for bigger programs. Though, don't you no, think, no, Dave? for sure. For sure. And we're going to see right. it as we go down this list. That uh, Auburn, the, Auburn is not just any program. No, I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, if you give me Crichton and, 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 and Auburn, I'll pick Auburn. It's, no, no, absolutely. So, so you never know. There's always that moment, like with the two players that I just mentioned, where we are, we're stuck. We have to play somebody. We put those guys in, they shine. So we never know. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully we'll pan out. If not, then you know, as we always say, next. What are your thoughts there, Paola, of um, El Papichulo Maguire? Maguire. <laughs> um, I'm with you, Luis. Um, it doesn't surprise me. Th Twenty 
three goals in 24 appearances. Fine. Like like you said, it's not it's the type of the league that they were playing. Um, the only thing that excites me is about this draft, this type of player, they come in and they're hungry. They just want to play. Yeah. They just want to be signed in. So let's see what, what this player can, can, can do for us. If it doesn't work with the first team, let's sign him for OCB because like you said, OCB needs help. So I don't know. It doesn't surprise me neither. So I'm just gonna be sitting in the stands and see what he can do for us. So let's yeah, see. Not only that, I mean, I think OCB is going to be boosted with, uh, you know, Fabian Loyola, with, you know, and, and OCB already has a core, you know, uh, Williams, uh, Hackenberg, great center back, I want to say. You know, you have a fantastic the Venezuelan goalkeeper, Yanis Hernandez, right? OCB is building a little team there that can definitely could compete and, and take some names this year. And I think if you add this guy uh, and if he's scoring like every game he's scoring goals, then that is something for Pareja to like, okay, dude, I'm playing four tournaments here. Like I need, I need to help out urgent. He can't be starting in every single one of them. Rotation. Like let's, let's put him on, on the U.S. Open Cup and let's see what he can do with Fabian right up back at 10. You know, maybe, maybe that's it. Right. And, and then next season, Boom, he's like, I mean, he could be, I mean, I, again, it, I, I could be biting my tongue right now. You know, he could be the next Kyle Aaron or, or the Daryl Dika that we, you know, that we've needed, right? <laughs> so let's, but, you know, I think we've had um, a, a little bit of disenchantment uh, at the ninth position after a couple of few, of the few drafts. And then the next one, uh, um, Abdi Salim, right? Abdi Salim uh, from Syracuse, a big program. I feel like this is um, quite an exciting pick. Uh, I think I'm with with David here. It's a it's a big program, uh, Syracuse. Um, they uh, 2022 NCAA champs. Um, you know, I feel like there is a lot of potential in this pick. Again, this is a player that could adapt and has versatility on defense that, that is what we surely need right out back after John Moutinho going to Spezia in Italy um, I think that and also you know having a young core right with Holiday with Freeman with Taylor Williams you know it, it's it's just going to be a little bit um, I think it's going to be a, a, a breath of fresh air uh, definitely, he had an injury in his sophomore season, a knee injury, but he overcame that and he helped his team win the title in 2022. Uh, what are your thoughts, Dave, regarding Ab Abdi Salim, uh, which came with the Kamar Miller pick? Yes, and uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was about to bring Kamal Miller uh, on because Kamal Miller has something in common with the third pick on our, the first round, which is Abdi Salim, and the next one that is coming up. So, like you said, Abdi Salim, uh, uh, a freshman uh, native of Nairobi, Kenya, by via Buffalo, New York, uh, defender uh, from the national champs, Syracuse, six foot, played uh, in USL League Two with Ocean City FC, uh, 22 appearances, uh, state of New York. Uh, rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. So we can not overlook yeah. the things. We need uh, that. 
Yes, and he's coming from from uh, Syracuse. When he's coming to the game of football or soccer, is a, a talent factory. And right. when it comes to defenders, they're putting them out there. I'm super excited about that. This one, this is our natural pick, number 17, the one that that was entitled to us, and. Um, because number six actually was the one that we received with the Chris Mueller deal. McGuire. Uh, Adi Salim. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, McGuire. You, uh, yeah, you're correct, Luis. So I, I'm super excited about this player. Uh, super young. Uh, right now, my friends, medium age in Orlando City as of today is 24.9 years old. So we're going younger and younger. Uh, so we are obviously looking into the future. So I, I'm, I'm excited about this guy. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, we have to remember that we considered a lot of goals this past year, especially at home, and our record reflected it. Correct. Let's read some comments here. Brett Carl says he also scored against Syracuse, who were the national champs. But probably talk about uh, Lisi, uh, sorry, uh, McGuire. Uh, Brett Carl, he scored against Nuke in the playoffs. There you go. Uh, thank you so much, Rafael Sanchez. Happy holidays. Yeah, uh, you're, you guys are completely right. I, I think uh, Musi and, and Moreira have done a fantastic job in this draft. Um, I mean, uh, pick 17, pick 6, pick 2, I think, uh, for Ruan, which, you know, it's sad to see him go for sure. I mean, I think he'll be forever remembered, forever a lion for sure. A uh, fantastic human being. Uh, but also DC, he, he'll be a starter at DC. You know, he will be a starter at D.C. for sure. Uh, and uh, he's going to still have playing time. He still have a lot of things to prove. And, you know, D.C. needs uh, depth in their, in their you know, uh, right back position. So that's where he comes in, right? But what I want to go ahead and switch gears is talk about this gentleman right here that it's buzzing right now, uh, Martin Ojeda, right? And, I, and I'm going to start by saying uh, there's, there's some drama brewing between uh, Godoy Cruz uh, and... But before and, you go into that, Luis, we're not going to talk about uh, our second-round pick. You want to talk about the second-round pick? Yeah, yeah just real quick. Uh, yeah, if, uh, this was uh, Luis Grosso, 24 years old, senior, six-foot defender. This is the one that I'm really excited about, and this is the reason why I interrupted Luis, because I wanted to talk about this guy. This guy can play center-back, left-back, and right-back. Does that sound familiar? Uh, a familiar need in Orlando City. He's a native from Munich, Germany, 24 matches, three goals uh, out of the University of Kentucky, and uh, also uh, played USL League 2 with Ocean City Northeasters. Uh, in, back in Germany, uh, played fifth division with FC Pippins, right? I hope I got that right. Uh, 51 appearances, six goals. And one of the things that I was saying about Kamal Miller, Kamal Miller came out of Syracuse University, but also Kamal Miller was our number two round pick. And you, we, we look at the player that he turned out to be. So I am, uh, I'm looking forward to all these players. I just want to mention that real quick, Luis, before we move on. No, it's fine. It's not a problem. I mean, I have his, his, um, there you go. Luis Grasso, right? Luis Grasso, 6'1", 200 pounds. Uh, these are his career honors for, 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 for the senior. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, look, he was in um, a CUSA first team 2021, you know, defensive MVP in 2021 for uh, Conference USA. I mean, it's, this, is, this is huge. I mean, a defensive MVP. I mean, that is that is. I mean, for a program like uh, University of Kentucky, it is it is big. 
Uh, let me go ahead and show it right here. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, right here. This is from the university, ukathletics.com. You know, um, tournament defensive MVP 2021, uh, defensive player of the week in in October of uh, last year. Um, you know, so he's he's been in academic honor rolls too. So he's only he's been a good student. So I think uh, I mean again a great prospect uh, for sure. Uh, now we've gotten players from college that are not just uh, these are players that have been playing in college for a while now, and they have over a thousand minutes of playing time too. So I mean, I think again this the way Orlando City is going, which is low risk high reward sentiment it's it's what's it's speaking it's speaking on what they're doing with the signings for orlando city so let's hope that it pans out for them you know i wish them the best i think uh i mean fantastic picks for sure um any anything you want to add there paola about luis grasso no no like uh david just said it i, I had it in my notes here that people don't probably they don't remember but david just said it that we picked Kamal Miller in the second round of the draft and look up the quality of the player that he is right now. Now, it all depends on the player, right? If they want to come in, they want to prove themselves to the first team, let's see. You have to have two bags, the luck of we picked the right ones or next. So let's see what what this um, new player can can do for us. For sure. And uh, again, Orlando City is boosting the wings. I have a feeling that that's the way they're, they want to go when it comes to uh, transition attacks is through the wings because they have young player Facundo Torres, you know, kind of unknown player, you know, no, you know, you know what I'm saying? Facundo Torres on one side. You have Gaston Gonzalez, Tonga Gonzalez on the other side. You have Ivan Angulo. Right, which has been the I will say the surprise of this uh, few months before you know the U.S. Open Cup Championship. I think it's been and nobody expected Angulo to to outperform this way, and uh, I think now you're adding Martin Ojeda. Now the player is keen. He had offers from Spain to to go and play in clubs like Espanyol, Rayo Vallecano. He had a couple of offers also from, from bigger clubs in Argentina, like River Plate. The problem is an opportunity. You know, you want to go and, and be pay those big bucks, but you also want opportunity. You want quality of life for your family, right? And so that's what the MLS could definitely give you and also prepare you to that big jump to Europe, right? And you're seeing players like Marcos Lopez from San Jose, which is a terrible team. You know, but, you know, he's gone to Feyenoord in, in the um, um, <clears throat> Holland, uh, Holland's League, right, in the Netherlands, in the Netherlands. So he could go for, for the same, right? He could go for the same. So, but the, the issue that he's having here, and it, I mean, Orlando hasn't yet, or neither Godoy Cruz or Orlando have said, yes, we've signed this player yet. The reason is because Racing Club owns the other half of his uh, transfer rights. And so Godoy Cruz received all the, is going to receive all the cash, but it's taken its sweet time to pay Racing. So Racing is actually saying, you know, what's going on, dudes? Like, pay me, pay my money, right? Pay me right now. 
And so it is it is stupid that Orlando has to be put in this position, in my opinion. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me coming from that side of the world. But uh, nonetheless, um, I think uh, Martin Ojeda is uh, ready to become a lion. So what are your thoughts there, Dave? Yes, um, I'm going to try to condense this very briefly. Uh, last week when we were talking about the prospects and I talked to the guys uh, before we started recording, uh, I had actually ignored this one. We had, if you follow me on social media, I had mentioned uh, Martin Ojeda on several occasions in early November, but the dispute between Racing and, uh, and uh, Godoy Cruz uh, was such that I felt that perhaps it was going to scare Orlando City away because Orlando City um, doesn't want to get into these long negotiations like we had to battle Peñarol last year. And, and, the, and you know, they're quick to move on to the next best, best thing, but evidently this has come through. So basically, like Luis said, Racing owns 50%. Uh, Godoy Cruz owns another 50%. This is what we've been telling you since the summer. This is going to be the beginning of the floodgates when Argentinian players are going to be leaving the country because of the financial situation there. You know, when you are offered to be paid in dollars versus the Argentinian peso that is on a free fall right now, you're going to see guys like this that 10 years ago would have never thought about coming to the MLS at 24 years old. This kid is uh, originally from Gualeguaychu, uh, Argentina. Uh, 41 uh, games, 12 goals, 13 appearances, a left winger, uh, also can play in the right. Uh, he, uh, it's valued at 8 million euros and it's reported that we only paid four to $5 million for him. Uh, he's also an attacking mid, uh, a number, a number 10, just to put it in lame terms. So, uh, this is a guy that can bolster our attack again, bring goals. I'm assuming he's probably going to be a DP. If he isn't, fantastic business, Ricardo. Fantastic business, my friend. Because once again, uh, we uh, we do a lot with a little. Yeah, that's completely true. Uh, what are your thoughts, Paola, regarding uh, Martin Ojeda, his arrival to Orlando City? You know, and also, you know, boosting those wings, right? That um, we have so many options now on both wings. I think this is not the first time that Orlando City has tried to uh, pick this player up from the Argentinian um, league. If I'm not mistaken, last year or two years ago, I'm, I, if I don't recall. But um, listen, I said it in the beginning of the of the episode. We need versatility, and this player can play left, right, and midfield, attacking midfield, like David said. So, and a lot of you are are probably thinking why we're like foot filling all the wingers like Gaston is left. Um, Angulo is left. And now Martin Ojeda, there's, pro there's probably going to be changes in that formation for sure, because Facu plays left wing. That's his original position too. So I'm curious of what are we going to do for 2023? So probably Facu can play number 10. Ojeda can play right. Gaston can play left because a lot of you guys are forgetting that we have Gaston too. So I'm super excited of this attacking mentality that we have for next for next season. So let's see what what this player 
can do for Orlando City. And something that I heard from a uh, Argentina guy is that this player is super, super fast. So I was watching his highlights before the show. I mean, I take him. I take anything for the attacking, um, for scoring goals. So let's see what um, he can bring for the 2023 season. Yeah, I think it's exciting uh, to have a player like Ojeda. Um, first and foremost, and, and I'm going to say this in, in Espanol también, eh, para la, toda la gente que habla mal de la MLS, los coleguitas, no, sobre todo pesuñentos, allá de, de Perú, de Argentina, de Colombia, que hablan peste de la MLS, nada más les digo, eh, el señor Ojeda ha querido jugar en Orlando City, él ha pedido jugar en Orlando City, él ha desechado otras ofertas, ¿por qué? Porque está creciendo la liga, papá, le joda, pero está creciendo, the, the league is growing, whether they want to realize it or not, it's growing, and Martín Ojeda knows this, knows, oh shit, the World Cup is going to be in the United States, in Mexico, and Canada, hmm, you know, he's seeing how Facundo Torres is being linked with other teams in, in, in Europe, and he's almost his age. He's seeing, you know, how Peruvian players that are a lesser league than the Argentinian leagues are thriving in the MLS and going to Europe. So, you know, it is the way he wants to do it, his way, right? And so, you know, the old, the old guard wants to do it differently now. Oh, you got to go to Europe first. But now Europe, you know, they, they don't need to go to Europe first. They could come to the MLS first, do great here, be stars here, learn the system, and then boom, excel in Europe. Look at Miguel Almiron. He's killing it in Newcastle. He scored almost every game in Newcastle. So I'm just saying, guys. So people see that and notice that. So, and to talk about that and to add a little bit more of, um, You know, uh, you know, in Spanish, it's a brutalidad, right? Um, Pedro Galese, right? Let's talk about Pedro Galese because, you know, it's been a lot of stuff happening with Pedro Galese. And, you know, we've said it here many times. You guys saw the video in the intro of the show. Uh, Pedro Galese, and, and I keep saying it, Pedro Galese, according to Tom Bogart, and again, Tom Bogart is the one who broke the bomb. Right in front of everybody. We said it in our show many times because I knew it from Peruvian sources. Now, and also an interview that, this, that the player gave to Peruvian media pretty much implying that he's keen to stay, right? So as a communicator, as a journalist, I'm here just to put it out, you know, with a lot of caution, right? So Tom, but Tom Bogart jumped the gun. He, he must be talking to somebody that we don't talk to, right? So Tom Boger is Tom Boger, right? Lovely mustache, right? You know, slick black hair, right? He must know, he must know somebody within the club or, I don't know, maybe friends of, that we don't know, but he released the info and, and we put it out and give him his credit at that point, right? But now... I'm going to go ahead and, and say it again. I mean, this comes again from Peruvian media. Peruvian media, right? This is the biggest, one of the biggest outlets in Peru. Ovacion, right? This is not coming from Loud and Proud Orlando. We're not selling smoke. And it says here, verbatim, Galese will renew with Orlando City. Galese will renew with Orlando City. 
and will become one of the best paid in the MLS. Yeah, it's my mouse. All right. And, and I'm just saying, guys, you know, and then so now no one knows the actual data, like how many years, how much, and clubs are not entitled to tell you, you know. But also, let's talk about the exchange of words that Musi and, and Ricardo Moreira had on Christmas Eve. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, have you ever, have you ever watched Batman? Have you ever seen the Riddler? Right? Some subliminal messages, right? So, I mean, Luis Musi said, and, and I had this prepared, and it, he said to, um, to, they were talking about, you know, food, Christmas Eve food, right? And uh, Musi said, I like, um, are, are you ready to eat the tur turkey on, on the 24th? And then Moreira says, no, I like mollusks better. And then what's, a, what's an octopus? I'm just saying. And then this news come with Bogart. So, I mean, guys, I understand, you know, the club deserves the right to hold as much as they can, but it's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Luis, we lost you there uh, when you were reading the tweet, if you don't mind reading that again. No, no, sorry. Uh, you guys didn't hear me? No, no, it just rebooted itself, and it. Uh, Paola and I didn't, I didn't. We lost you, so I'm assuming that the fans also. Uh, it says apparently Tom Boger's tweet is fraudulent. This is um. Uh, well, I, I I can tell you guys this. Uh, it you know what Luis is saying is 100. percent Uh, there's several different uh, sources. Uh, people who uh, are very well respected in South America that have that have. Said this, and of course we have our uh, Luis Musi and Ricardo Moreira joking about uh, liking mollusk and uh, for for the, uh, New uh, Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, it's 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 a done deal. Like I said, we don't know the uh, the particulars of it. We we'll find that after December thirty first. Uh, one thing I have to say about this: there's still people online saying that he's going to Spanish, that uh, this is not true. Blah blah blah. Um, there's, there's people out there that, that, you know, they want to sell you smoke. And, and, and as a, uh, as a, as a, as a podcast, we always try to, when we say something, uh, we, we have to be a hundred percent because we can only get it right once. Uh, we have our credibility with you guys and we don't want to lose that. So, uh, uh and, and I mean, it's really, uh, the matter is, it's, it's really, it's really simple. I mean, uh, we've cited where it came from. Uh, we've cited many times where it came from. Um, the interview Alessi gave that in Peru started this whole thing about Orlando was with La Repubblica. Uh, I think he talked to a journalist from La Repubblica, which ended up watching our show, La, La del Fútbol, which, so it just was a snowball effect at that point. Uh, but, you know, he's keen to stay. I mean, the, the whole point is he's keen to stay more than likely he's going to sign. He has no other offers. I mean, yeah, the Espanol stuff. I mean, think about it. Why would you want to go to a club that always does the worst in the in the Spaniard League? It's one of the worst teams there. When you're a king here, you're going to play CONCACAF Champions League. You're, you're actually important. Uh, people love you. Your wife is happy here. Your kids are you know, learning the language. They're adapting to the system here. You have friends. 
you know, you have friends that you maybe you guys go out, double date, you know what I mean? Why would lose that over being in a mid-table club from the Spanish league? Like, you know, I understand his ambitions, but he also understands, you know, where he's at at this moment, right? And I think uh, Orlando City is the is 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 where he wants to be. Yeah, uh, and Luis, I, uh, if I may interrupt you there for a second, there was also uh, gossip. I'm not gonna say reports; it's, it's gossip, but go I hope that it's true that Yoshimari um, uh, Yotun was at Pedro's um, uh, renewal of vows party, and they were saying that he wants to come back to Orlando City. That he wants to come back to Orlando City. I mean, I can I get it. Pedro's doing great. Cartagena's doing is doing great. They're there talking to him about how he has improved. And one thing that I have to tell you guys, I can say this with authority because I got it from the horse's mouth. That you know, uh Yoshi left because he just did not want to wanted to play for James O'Connor. He did not have trust in him. He just he just got out of a world cup. Uh, what Cruz Azul offer, uh, Yoshi, we offer the same amount of money, and Yoshi decided to go to Mexico instead. So now he sees the club lifting trophies doing great, and his friends happy as a clam, uh, no pun intended. And if, if, hey, listen, if, if Yoshi wants to come back, I'll pick him up. But I'm just saying, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, with Yotun, I'm going to say this. Of course, who would have not won Yoshimaru Yotun in Orlando, right? I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I think he should have never left. If it, if you ask me, I would have told, even even before Loud and Proud Orlando, like when I w I've been to the stadium to see Yotun play, and if it would have been me, I would have told him, hey, hey bro, I, I understand that you want to always aspire to something better than yourself. And you feel like Liga MX is going to be the next step that's going to elevate you. But if they're benching you because it's a volatile, I mean, they, they behave like in South America. So they're volatile in their decision making. So and that's the difference with the MLS. The MLS, they, they're analytical. You know, they analyze everything, you know, and uh, they make the decisions based, I think, with more of a level headed minded way. In MX, they make crazy decisions. You know, unfortunately, it is true. And so they bench him there. He won a championship there and, and being bench player. And obviously, you know, he was worth 2.5 million. I mean, his worth was 2.5 million. And MLS, MLS is not going to pay that type of money, especially if you're a bench player in the MX. You're, they're not. I mean, and I think his aspirations were too high to come back to the MLS. And I think that bit him in the butt. And he ended up signing, uh, going on loan to Sporting Cristal, right? Which is going back to Peru. And when you go back to Peru, one of the worst leagues in South America, and I'm Peruvian, I can definitely tell you, one of the worst leagues, they, they don't win one game in Libertadores or in Sudamericana. You devalue as a player automatically. It doesn't matter who you are. You devalue. You, you devalue. So... Now, unfortunately, Yotun, he got injured while playing in Cristal. And now Yotun is going to be, he extended his contract because he had no other offers till 2024 to Sporting Cristal. So I, I would say he's not going to come to Orlando City until, I mean, I, I don't see him coming to Orlando City. To be honest with you, uh, I think if, if he would have definitely lower, 
I think if he would have reached out uh, in the time when maybe Cartagena, you know, uh, wanted to, you know, came in saying, hey, I'll come for 250K, you know, 300, if you just get me in, bro. You know what I mean? Get me in. Then, I mean, of course, there's a pick you would have taken right away. But now uh, I think um, the bus already left for him. I mean, that's just my opinion. Uh, and because he signed with the Sporting Cristal, now he's going to play Copa Libertadores. And now the way they're selling the news there is, oh, you don't stay because he loves the club. And uh, he's going to play with his club that he 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 became a uh, somebody in this club so he's going to be playing here forever thanks yotun forever um, a pavo you know what i mean so that's that's you know cuz their their mascot's like a turkey so you know uh, that's what i'm saying right so uh, i'm just going to be we, we are, so so if we can get another peruvian i prefer callens before yoshi it says uh, brian guerrero of course callens is a top 5 defender in the mls I mean, who wouldn't want Alexander Callens in, in, in the back line, for sure. So, uh, let's do some comments. Uh, it says, uh, also, Yoshi fue importante para Cruz Azul, nos dio la novena. It says, Chago del Ocho. So, how you doing, my friend? No, no, he did. But Reynoso benched him. And that affected him tremendously. And then he got injured, went to Peru, and devalued himself. This is, uh, Yoshi se queda en Sporting Cristal. That's true. No, your tune ship has sailed. His time in Orlando has come and gone. Sometimes it's best to move forwards and not backwards. I totally agree. Your tune to Orlando City, please. It'll be great for sure. Um, apparently, Tom Bogart's tweet is fraudulent. What are your thoughts uh, with this whole Galese thing, uh, uh, Paola? I mean, Tom Bogart. They were talking about him in the draft. That, like you said, he has insider all over the MLS. Not no. only Orlando, not only Orlando, is the entire MLS league. Right. And he's not going to tweet something that he made up. He probably heard it from somebody inside. We don't know. We don't know the source for sure. But we have said it before here. And Luis, you said it. He doesn't have another team that wants to sign him. And why he wants to go out from Orlando. He has been good here. Like, if he wouldn't not sign with us, it was a, a old news already. Old news. So, I'm just waiting for that news from or, or the official announcement from Orlando City. But I believe the guy. So, I don't have any... any. I mean, I'm happy. It was a happy Merry Christmas to everybody. So, I'm relieved. But... I, I I believe the guy. For sure, for sure. All right, let me read some comments. It says, Sitch Taylor, MLS one date games games. All right, thank you so much. Sitch Taylor, one date is game for MLS. I'm asking. There you go. Uh, uh, it says, uh, Jesus Gamundi, uh, lo mejor de este año fue Argentina campeón. Muchacho. <laughs> it's gonna rain, uh, Luis. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, this is uh, uh, so it, it says, uh, the best this year was Argentina was a champ, uh, world champs, and Galese stayed. See you in Monterrey. See you, my friend, Mon in Monterrey. Uh, beautiful stadium, by the way, too, over there in Monterrey. Chago del Ocho, this is uh, Jesus. What do you prefer? Another uh, Libertadores uh, or 
MLS Cup with OCS with um OCSC. There you go. I'll say MLS Cup if you me. I mean, I would I would be. I mean, it'll be the best day ever, right, Dave? An an MLS Cup championship. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I think um, while Open Cup was fun, been there, done that type of thing. Um, and we're gonna. I don't, don't want to get ahead, but we, you know, like Paola has mentioned and Luis has mentioned, we have four tournaments this year. Um, and uh, we, I, I would like to touch a little bit about the 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 draw on the CCL because we sort of briefly touched it uh, when it happened. I was watching it from Arizona. I was I was on a business trip, and uh, we got Concacaf man. Because out of all the teams, out of all the teams, um, Austin is just there. In it by sheer coincidence, and they get the weakest team. And there's rumors that the that Violet may not be able to play their game uh, in country. They're gonna have to play in Dominican Republic, and that's not guaranteed. So. They may have to forfeit, which means that Austin moves on to the second round. Uh, and uh, and we, we get Universidad Autónoma de Nuevo León de Tigres. And uh, definitely one of uh, an institution of Mexican football. I have a lot of respect for Tigres. Um, you know, any anybody of my age that grew up watching uh, Liga MX on Univision will tell you that. Um, and they're a tough team, and we're going to have to play these guys, and they're not going to give it to us for free. I mean, they're going to sell uh, the defeat out of very, very highly. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Um, definitely, um, I envy all the guys that are going to be going to Monterrey uh, to, to watch our team there. That's That has to be something else to go to an outside of the United States uh, and Canada to watch us play. That, that has to be a lot of fun. And of course I will be there present to see Exploring. them in the second. <laughs> yeah. Exploring the second leg. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I, I tell you what, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know what? Um, uh, somebody uh, in the club told me that uh, we can, we can act fearful. We just got to go out there and prove that we belong. And the way you do is playing teams like this. Cause if you defeat Tigres, you do it in Monterrey, and you come back here and you slay the dragon. Then nobody can say that it was given to us. We had to earn it. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Um, I mean, I think um, it's going to be quite of a huge test for Orlando City uh, playing against Tigres, uh, and I think uh, Orlando can win hearts and minds. And I'm talking about the MLS here. Because uh, not a lot of people really talk about Orlando. Uh, Oscar Pareja mentioned it last year that how come nobody, you know, Urso also said it last year, no one's talking about us, our U.S. Open Cup Championship, no one pays attention. And this is a way you have a chance to make a statement. And the statement is you beat Tigres. You know, you go to Mexico and you beat them in their home turf. You play defensively. Then you wait for them to play you in, in Exploria, and then you kill them. That's the way you do it. And then Orlando City, a small small club for them, will show that MLS is, is, is king now. There's a new sheriff in town, right? So I think Orlando can win hearts and minds, and, you know, the New York Times is going to do a thing, and, and uh, Washington Post is going to do a thing on Orlando City. So that's the way you start the talking, uh, start talking. And so I think uh, Orlando is getting ready for that. So I think it'll be a huge test. 
uh, everybody here in South America, in the other show, uh, my other show, it's saying, oh, Orlando's going to get, you know, you know, goleada, like a freaking 8-0. You know, it's going to be crazy. Orlando has no chance. I'm a doubter. I, 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 I'm a believer in Orlando. I believe Orlando, if they truly, tactically, Pareja, does a, a good job uh, neutralizing Tigre, especially on the wings and with the strikers that they have, I think Orlando has a huge chance to make a statement. What are your thoughts, Paola? And Pareja um, already coached in Mexico, so he yeah. knows and understands the system over there. So I'm like you. I'm a believer. I know that a lot of people like in MLS, oh, Orlando's going to lose. Hey, I'm super excited for this opportunity. And I know that the team is not going to be wasting this opportunity um, against Mexico. So let's see. I'm I'm trying to see if I can go to Mexico. I'm trying to renew my passport and, and go uh, on March. I don't know. I don't know yet. So let's see if I can get that um, updated and, and, and support the team over there. You are there. late. You need to do it now. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's going to cost you money. Trust me on that. That's my true. Pass it, your passport has to be uh good you, i mean if you if your passport expires from now to the next six months uh you can't go you cannot ex expired in in march so i need yeah, yeah i need to to you, late. you have to do it yeah. immediately if you're gonna go you have to do it and i, I want to address something Luis, real quick uh uh i saw it on the comments uh where did it go oh yes about uh chago or chago del ocho you are right my friend i confused uh tigres with rayados So my apologies there. And uh, to Jesus Gamundi, I, I laugh for your coming. So the rayados por el señor Barriga, because uh, uh, when I was still doing Tiro de Esquina podcast uh, and I had uh, Paola as a guest, we talked about the characters of El Chavo del Ocho and, and the teams they, they followed. Uh, so, so yeah, if, if, if you're a, a, you know, Spanish speaker, you know, you know that. So uh, anyhow, um, we move on to the secret that is not so secret, Paolo Guajardo, the, Chil the Chilean. Uh, Paolo Guajardo, who's a right winger, 19 years old, also plays the left wing. Uh, he played for um, uh, the Chilean U-20s. Uh, he, right now he's uh, with Santiago Wanderers, and uh, we are linked to this guy. We're linked to this guy, but not only us, uh, Sunderland as well is interested. Uh, a lot of people are saying that Sunderland is going to be the one taking him away. But every time we are going after a player, they always say, no, the Europeans, the Europeans are the ones that are going to take it. Uh, so that you're hearing that as, uh, exclusively because nowhere else, uh, nobody else outside of Chile is talking about this kid. So there you go. We are linked to Paolo Guajardo. Paolo Guajardo is also being linked. And I do want to say this. Uh, Paolo Guajardo, he's... Uh, 19-year-old kid, plays in, uh, here to mention Santiago Wanderers and in the second division of Chile. Now, um, Chile, uh, you know, he, he made, I think, uh, according to what I have here, 12 appearances playing for Wanderers. And uh, now he's being linked with Orlando City is one. But whoever, also Chicago Fire, I do want to say this. Chicago Fire is also on the, on the up and ups with him. And as well as uh, Sunderland in the UK. Uh, so he has uh, three teams that are interested right now in him. No, uh, obviously you have teams like Colo Colo and Chile, which are the biggest teams there trying to 
also entice him, but his desire is to leave Chile. His desire is to leave Chile. So he has he, he has a decision to make between Orlando City uh, with, um, you know, Chicago Fire or maybe it's Sunderland. Now, uh, you have to understand that whether he goes to Sunderland or whether he goes to the MLS, in my opinion, this is an OCB signing. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know if he will be ready to play uh, MLS right away if he's signed by Orlando because he really hasn't really debuted in the first division. Not even no, I agree with you, Luis. I mean, if he, if he goes to Sunderland, he's not playing in the championship. He's going to League One, League Two, so or even yeah. even the National League. So, this is one of the things that I would like for our friends in South America to understand. Just because they're taking somebody to Europe doesn't mean that they're gonna end up in the first team right away. That's right. But what are your thoughts there, uh, Paola, about uh, el el Pipo Guajardo? <laughs> no? I think he's going to OCB too. Um, especially that we have a lot of people on the wingers, but, um, and just David just said it doesn't mean that he's going to league one in Europe because everybody, Oh my God, he's going to Euro Europe. A lot of European league are less than MLS too. So just educate yourself. Um, but if he's coming here, OCB, the, the option for him so he can develop himself, prove himself and go to the first team. That's right. And we're going to go ahead and uh, we want to go ahead and read your comments uh, before we talk about the next subject, which is a subject that is going to, you know, definitely interest us all. And we definitely want to pay an homage to a person that has contributed so much um, in and out the field, not only for the city of Orlando, for Orlando City, which is Teshua Kindele. Uh, that'll be our, our, our last topic of the day today. But we're going to read your comments. Sitch Taylor, why MLS, Orlando City and Atlanta? I want Dom Dwyer. To go to Orlando City team. Yep, that's right. I'm sure uh, also Dave will love uh, Dom Dwyer. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just joking. Mandal uh, the Mandalorian 88 says PPP. Thank you. From Ladra del Fútbol. Joshua I like that you have confidence in what you said about Orlando City having a chance to be Tigres. I think Orlando City. You know, I think as 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 not only fans, but as you know, coming, you know, whatever you want to call us, you know, people that you know are very diving into what Orlando City is. Who doesn't want Orlando City to win? You know, I mean, I think I would love to see Orlando City to win. Obviously, the reality situation is Tigres is a tough team, but this is a huge opportunity. I mean, you imagine if you imagine if Orlando City makes it far in the CCL. I mean, you're talking about World FIFA World Cup. Orlando City, if you know what I mean, I'm not. I'm just. Let, let me dream here. You imagine Manchester City in the next FIFA World Cup, Club World Cup, and then Orlando City playing against Manchester City, Haaland against Erjan Kara. huh? Mauricio Pereira against uh, Kevin De Bruyne. There you go. There you go. Uh, you got Facundo Torres against uh, the other, uh, Phil Foden. Phil Foden, there you go. Ronaldo oh, and Messi facing our uh, <laughs> fantastic defenders. Listen, a boy can dream. Right, that's right. This is uh, Rafael Sanchez. Not an easy draw to get Tigres uh, run one, but a very exciting one. I can't wait for sure. Uh, definitely. Uh, thank you so much, my friend. Um, 
Uh, one more comment, and we'll dive into Tesho. Sage Taylor, Orlando City player Dom Dwyer and Chris Mueller. Coke, Orlando City team this year. There you go. Yep. A lot of Diet Coke and and also the Coke that they sell uh, where the refs go on OBT. On OBT. Um, there you go. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. We'll, we'll dive into Tesho Akindele right here. Uh, you know, Tesh is a phenomenal player. I mean, a lot of people give him a lot of hate, you know, but I, I truly believe he had a phenomenal career. Uh, he's a fantastic human being. He's given so much to the city of Orlando, helped out so many people, always been a class act with journalists. Uh, I mean, nothing but a pleasure to, you know, he, he has had a lot of uh, moments with, with, you know, with Orlando City jersey, so... You know, I can only say thank you, Tesho, you know, uh, from the bottom of, of my heart for sure. Um, and I uh, wish you the best um, on everything you do. And I know that you're going to definitely excel at everything you set your mind for. So, uh, aviento, my friend. Uh, what about you, Dave? Yeah, we said it last week that there was already word that our friend Tesho was going to hang the boots. And we mentioned that the guy has two degrees. Uh he, he has uh, a passion for urbanism and real estate. And whatever this guy does from now on, uh, he's going to do it great. There's a lot of um, former Orlando City players that have remained in Orlando or that have moved on to, to do big things. Uh, a lot of people don't know that Will Johnson works in finance in Maitland. Uh, and there's a, a lot of other players that uh, have moved on to great things. Um, uh, Tommy Redding is a programmer. Um, and, uh, you know, football is just, is just a chapter of somebody's life and some people stay in the game and some other people go and, and get a nine to five job. I, I honestly don't know how you go from scoring the winning goal back to back weeks and have 30,000 people scream your name to punching a clock, uh, eight o'clock in the morning. I just, I, it has to be the worst thing. I mean, can you imagine this guy in the break room telling people stories? It has to be something else. But uh, so to Tesho, uh, I believe he's moving to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I just, I just want to say, if you ever hear this, uh, uh, thank you very much. You were, you were a class act. Every time I, I talked to you, made me feel like, um, like I was important. And um, also, not only that, uh, your character, the, 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 your altruism for our community. And and just 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 going out there and doing what you do, uh, thank you very much for that. And, and like Luis said, uh, whatever you do from now on, it's gonna be great because because you know you deserve it. You're a good dude. Yeah, and and I wanna I wanna add some comments here. This is uh, Joshua Tall. Uh, interesting about those other OC players. Thank you so much, Etron McTesho, our savior for three straight matches last season. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, it says, Louis, you're funny. Joshua, T Joshua Tall, thank you so much. Sitch Taylor, come to live show. Sitch Taylor for MLS Orlando City team. There you go. This is uh, uh, Bamba's cousin, I guess. <laughs> uh, what about you, Paula? What are your thoughts about Tesha retiring? Hey, the, the real question is, who is going to replace Techo on those Savior games this, this season? I don't know, but... Um, Definitely a great super human being. Wish them, wish him and his family the best of luck. 
um, in North Carolina. I know that he has already a job and everything over there. Um, and best of luck. There you go, guys. Um, let's let's see if we find anything interesting in, oh, in well, while you do that. Uh, I was wondering if you, uh, Luis, while I say this, if you can find uh, something on the weather Facebook this week. I know it's very impromptu, but I want to tell everybody that uh, the uh, home opener, we uh, the our schedule is out. The home opener is in. Uh, so I already I'm already planning to maybe make this a family outing with my extended family and friends. Uh, our ninth season in MLS starts Saturday, February 25th, 2023, against no other than the New York Red Bulls, who are thirsty for revenge. It's going to be at 7.30 with the um, Apple Plus uh, deal. Uh, we are going to have games at 7.30, On Saturdays and Wednesdays, there's going to be some exceptions like the game on um, uh, 4th of July or, or things like that. But that's basically it. Regular season uh, games, Saturday and Wednesday. Uh, so they want to streamline the uh, calendar so people can, people can attend the games. People know when the games are played. So I, I'm excited about that. Um I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I can't wait to get back to Exploria, sort of experience a little bit of that, uh, going to the uh, to the holiday picture event. And um, I, I encourage all of you guys, bring a friend. I, I actually got engaged in a conversation on Twitter with, uh, with a fan here in Central Florida that does not support Orlando City. And when, when probing him, he said, hey, I went there a couple of years to a game against Toronto on a Wednesday, and I'm assuming that's the one that we won against uh, Toronto uh, with uh, James O'Connor, the, 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 the one of the two games that we won under him in 2018, and he was very disappointed. And, and my encouragement to him was like, hey, listen, he has improved. We won trophies. We have a better ownership. We have better leadership. Please come and give it, give, give it a chance. And I think that's that's what everybody needs uh, needs to do. Bring a friend. Bring somebody that has never seen live sports. You never know. Like Paola has told the story a thousand times. She was just invited to a, a, fam, uh, a work event that just happened to be at Exploria. And look at her now. You know, you never know where the next diehard is going to be coming from. And, uh, you know, here in the United States, Uh, I always see myself as a ambassador of the of the sport, so I, I want my, our local club to 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 be notorious and to 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 have a fan base. And this is the opportunity, nothing to risk. Saturday, February twenty fifth, twenty p.m. against New York Red Bulls. Let's be there and show the Red Bulls that we don't fear them anymore. That what happened in the past is the past. They're nothing to us. We're going to beat them just like we did the last two games. Uh, yeah, definitely. While we wait to Paola, there they go. She's back. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and read some comments here for what the Facebook. So, um, obviously, people put, you know, Tesha left, you know, Tesha's retiring. Phil Richard, you know, I don't know if that's his real. You know, but then, you know, people, you know, this guy, you know, Seminole, Seminole. State College or Seminole Indians, uh, Seminole FSU. Thank God, you know. And then, uh, you know, then Phil, Phil Richards says, "Excuse me, dude was bad." Says Jay Warrington. 
Jay Warrington can be that bad if he was the number one pick at one point. <laughs> then, you know, people are just, you know, there's people that just don't like that show, right? Because of, you know, Nolan Collier says, I thought he just moved to Charlotte to play for their team, right? Good for Tesho. He won all that when he was playing, you know? Then, you know, uh, they got Juju. 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 Like that Juju with Tesho doing the silence thing. You know, uh, Suzanne Dennison says, I don't care what anyone says. He was a good soccer player and even better man. Good luck, Tesho. I do agree. This is Jay Warrington. Good man, bad player. <laughs> you know? I believe you. I never I understood the animosity towards towards Tesho. You know? and, and, and then Goran Joksimovic, I'm going to call him out, liked it. There you go. My goodness. You guys... Goran, Goran Joksimovic. Let's see who's jo Goran Joksimovic. Let's let's see. Uh, let's... You guys are reckless. That's all I gotta say. Oh, there you go. I, uh, I you know, uh, it makes all sense now. You know, uh, <laughs> look at that. My goodness. Uh, as official president of the Tesho Haters Club, I just want to say I was impressed by him tonight. Oh, jeez. Incredible. My yeah. goodness. This this guy is a, is yeah, a this tissue guy, hater. This guy is obsessed. This guy My needs uh, a... This, this guy needs a... Uh, Goran, a, come on now. He needs he needs a hug, man. He needs to go out, and, go out on a date. My goodness. Uh, Listen, this is all, this is all I'm going to say about Tesha, okay? Uh, some things you can't take away from people. Tesha was a 2014 Rookie of the Year. Like it or not, and the other one is is that Tesho. Yes, uh, Tesho never pretended to be a starter, to be a, 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 a can, un canchero, like we see, like we say in Spanish. You know, like a, a guy that just it's just gonna own the pitch. He never pretended to be that. He gave you three things. He he gave you a, a, a impeccable hold up play. He came in and was a nuisance to defenders. And you know what? Like it or not, the guy came through when he came through. And yes, there was moments where he could have ju just, you know, uh, had moments where status status should be uh, built outside of the stadium, and he failed to accomplish them. But don't we all? I mean, I'm sorry. You know, the show was never was never that guy to begin with. I think people were so desperate at times to find a hero. They wanted Tesha to be that guy, and uh, and and you know, and 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 to go home with that that the heavy heart sometimes of, of failing to deliver. I mean, I, my heart goes out to him. But like I said, Tesha just just came out. He gave everything he had, and like I said, you're fantastic human beings. A human being. All the people would have been like, you know, let me get let, let me get out of here. Like uh, sure. like Justin Maram, who, who was under the same pressure, and he just got tired of it and wanted out of here. And ne never forget, he still holds the fastest uh, goal yeah. in the Exploria Stadium in 31 seconds against Say Cincinnati. So who's going to beat was that? A beast. I mean, Tesho was a beast. And I think what made him even a better player, I mean, people people are going to, look, I guarantee you, you put Goran Joksimovic, you put this guy in shorts, you give him a ball, dude's going to pick it up and run. I mean, the dude, the dude probably doesn't even not knows how to shoot a ball. So when you sit down, you eat Cheetos, and, and you're just typing away, and you're just talking because you just want to talk, feel cool about it. 
That's cool. But you're missing the athlete portion, right? The dude's been in the top college program, was top draftee, top draftee. And dude gave Orlando some important moments and has saved Orlando in a lot of matches that Orlando probably could have been on the dumps. And that is completely true. Now, whether his consistency and all that, that's up to Pareja to decide. But I think what the version of Tesho that I've seen, personally myself, is a Tesho that is always keen for an interview. It's a Tesho that's always keen for a he, – he, he addresses you, looks you in the eye and says, hi, how you doing? I'm Tesho Akinele. Nice to meet you. Very courteous, very nice with everybody. And he's a family man. And I truly understand and support that. Good luck with everything that he that he accomplishes. Uh, I truly believe that he's going to excel in everything, and he's making a difference. I think he wants to positively impact lives, right? And I think that's what he's done here in in Orlando City, and and now he gets to do it on the on the private area right? in the private sector uh, with his with his own um, housing situation, right? So I appreciate uh, Dave today, and also Paola and everybody in the chat, Sage Taylor as well. You know, Brian Guerrero, Etromic, Joshua Tall, uh, you know, and if you guys want to be part of our community, we have a Discord server. Join, uh, be, be part of the show. Uh, we're going to be posting all our stuff there. Uh, and also subscribe to our channel. We are available. If you're listening to us right now, thank you so much for listening through Spotify and Apple Podcast as well. We are on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and, and Instagram as LPO underscore podcast. Click on the notification bell for all notifications. Uh, last last uh, things you guys want to say uh, before we close? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, real quick, uh, thank you very much for everybody to uh, you know join us tonight. Uh, obviously, we'll continue doing shows in the offseason as information is out there. If we see that we have enough to talk about, we're definitely going to get together uh, again with you guys. I uh, want to wish everybody a, a healthy 2023. I am actually jumping on a flight at 7.50 this morning or tomorrow morning to go to Louisville, Kentucky. And I hear that it's cold. So uh, send a lot of good vibes my way that I go to my business meeting and I return soon to the state of Florida, uh, and hopefully it will be warmer. Uh, also, uh, remind everybody, as you can see, r r what is it? Right there, Florida underscore man76 on Twitter. Um, and uh, let's talk football. Also, uh, the legendary David on YouTube. Uh, go throw me a thumbs up and a like. I will appreciate that. Uh, and uh, last, um, I would like to, like again, encourage everybody to to support our club in any way, shape, or form, and uh, to continue and, and to give us a thumbs up and subscription. You know, we do this just because we love Orlando City. And lastly, and Luis, I know he's going to bring it up. Uh, if you think that you have what it takes to join us on a fourth mic, uh, please let us know, and uh, we'll make room for you. Uh, obviously. Uh, we are looking for somebody that will complement our team. Preferably, I would like to uh, find somebody that uh, that can go to the um, the post uh, post game uh, conf uh, conferences and also uh, to the practice uh, availability. That would be great. Uh, so if you think uh, if you think you want to be with us week in week out next year, yeah, we'll have the opportunity. 
So uh, with that said, uh, thank you very much and may God bless you guys. All right, Paola. Hey, I I know that um I do a podcast in Spanish. We talk the same that we talked here with my husband. We're gonna start January. We're we're gonna talk about a recap of 2022 and then the upcoming season. I'm going to tailgate each and one of the games. So if you see me tailgating next yeah. season, you have to stop, take a picture with us, and subscribe to this channel and to Tiro de Esquina podcast because there's a tons, tons of activities that we want to try on to the 2023 um, season. So if you see me, you have to take a picture with me next season. So, um, and thank you for listening. Subscribe. We only gained three subscribers. That's a lot though. We want to end the year with 500 subscribers. We have 483. So give (laughs) us, hit that, hit that subscribe button, please. That's right. And Tiro de Esquina podcast, that's our, my show with my husband. You can subscribe there too. So thank you so much for listening to Loud and Proud. Thank you, guys. You guys have a happy new year uh, to Dave and to Paola. Uh, thank you so much uh, for a fantastic 2022. Uh, and then we'll see you guys next year. Uh, thank you so much. And vamos, Orlando. Vamos, Orlando. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.